Listen, shout out to Charles Tucker, the most amazing producer in the whole wide world, y'all. I am so happy to be able to call him my friend and brother. He is responsible for creating that excellent intro and outro. Like, all I did was I was like, yo, Charles, I want like a R&B, something that suits me. And he was like, bing, bang, boom. And then like, he created... Like that masterpiece. So shout out to Charles, y'all. He's right here in the studio as always. And it you know what day it is. It's Monday. And because it's Monday, we know that it's time for yet another episode of the Confessions of a Church Girl podcast by Lisa A. McFall. And I am your host, Lisa A. McFall. Listen, I am the author of the book, Confessions of a Fornicating Church Girl. And listen to me. We done five episodes deep. And you ain't by my book yet? Like, what, what's really going on? Are you like, what, what's happening? I feel like you could have done by my book. Right. <laughs> so anyway, y'all, it's Monday. It's time for a new episode. And I feel like the topics for this month are like so... Necessary, But first of all, I just want to say thank you so much, so, so, so much to all of you who have been listening um, from we released the podcast to today. I thank you so much for listening, for tuning in. Thank you for your reviews. It's been amazing. It's, I'm loving this journey. I am loving the, um, when you guys send me messages, just letting me know how the podcasts, you know, giving me reviews, letting me know how my podcasts have been touching you. I love it so so much, man. Like, you guys are so awesome, and I am so grateful and so thankful that you choose to listen to my voice on a Monday or on a Tuesday or on a Thursday at the gym. Just thank you guys so much. Words cannot express nor explain um, how grateful I am. So, y'all, today's um, conversation is going to be a little bit... I don't think it's going to be uncomfortable, but so the last or a few episodes ago, we were talking about vulnerability. So the last episode and then the episode before last. So last week and week before last, I think we were talking about vulnerability and in keeping with that theme, today's topic, we're going to talk about healing. But the truth is, before we could talk about healing, we have to talk about the things that we need to heal from and one of the one of the things I realized is healing isn't linear, right? Like sometimes you could feel like so I started this, okay, let me don't skip ahead of myself, right? But I started this journey last year, May thirteenth, two thousand twenty two, and it's called the healing the three hundred and sixty five days of healing, wholeness, and celibacy. And I um I believe that I heard the voice of the Lord instructed me to do this. And so if you follow me on Instagram or on my Facebook page, you will see posts. Unfortunately, I don't get to post every single day. Nonetheless, um, we're still healing, right? So 
when I first started my healing journey, I thought that, like, eventually I was going to become this excellent, extraordinary, not broken, completely fixed, completely healed person. And it was only midway through my um, 365 days of healing, wholeness, and celibacy that I learned that the journey, the healing journey is not about becoming somebody different, but it's about unraveling and releasing the idea and the, the, the thought or the lies or the belief that you have to be something else in order to be worthy. Um, this healing journey was more about me or us understanding that we are already worthy as we are. And as we heal, what happens is Holy Spirit reveals certain things to us, certain mindsets, certain ideas and beliefs that make us feel like because we are this, then we can't be loved, we can't be worthy. And he strips away piece by piece the blinders and the... The, I call it dense conditioning um, that is brought about by trauma. And as we process our trauma, as we process our triggers, as we go to therapy, go to counseling, and as we seek Holy Spirit for healing, what he does is he shows us the lies of the enemy that have blinded us into believing that we aren't worthy or that we aren't good enough. And that's what healing is for me. Like I said, at first I thought healing was... I got to get rid of all these things that's wrong with me because I am such a flawed individual. And now that I am almost done with the healing journey, honestly, now that I'm almost done with the 365-day healing journey, I realize that that's not what it's about. Like God is, God has been showing me literally every day new He's been teaching me and giving me new definitions of myself. So when I once thought that I was too broken, he shows me now that I'm not. Like in Jesus Christ, I am whole. I am whole, not whole. <laughs> I am whole. Um, that's like the scripture that says, if any man be in Christ, like he's a new creation, all things like old things have passed away and all things have become new. And it's it's so amazing um, being able to journey through life with Holy Spirit. And I find that as I heal and as I grow, I'm not going to go into detail about all of the things that I had to heal from because I already wrote a book and I feel like you should go and read my book and then you'd be able to understand the context that we'll be talking about. But um, I'd give a few a few um, examples. Like one of the things I had to heal from, like I said, I thought that I was broken. But another thing is feeling like I needed to be perfect in order to be loved. Like perfectionism, I think we're going to have an episode about that in and of itself. Um, but I find that Holy Spirit has been showing me that once I do... Oh, what One thing I've learned is that once I do what it is that he's asked me to do and I trust in the Lord, you know, with all my heart, lean not onto my own understanding in every single way, acknowledge God and he'll make my path straight. He'll direct my path. And I realize that whatever I commit to God, 
He's been teaching me that, Lisa, once you commit to me, do it as as if you're doing this thing unto me. Do it as if um, I am there grading you. So even in school, even at, at work or at home, there was a point where I would be so hard on myself because I wanted, I felt like I needed to be perfect in order to be accepted. And now during this healing journey, Holy Spirit is showing me, no, you are good enough just as you are. And I'm so proud of you and continue to do what you do as if you're doing it as unto me. And like that in of itself um, washes away the perfectionism. And of course you unpack it in therapy too. <laughs> but, you know, all right. So let's talk about healing though. Um, so on my Instagram, you guys will see, like I was saying, the 365-day challenge. And I wanted to pull up one of the posts that I made. I was looking at it. And and so it was like, it's, so it was day 205. And... I started off by saying healing is a journey, but sometimes I wish this journey could speed up. And it was like, because because I believe that what God has for me in this next season is so, it it is like super important for me to be able to be, to show up as the whole version of myself. Not the perfect version, but I need to be whole. And I feel that for some of you who are listening as well, like the next season of your life is going to require that you show up as a whole person. And so the reason why we had to go through the 365 days or however long Holy Spirit had you healing and dealing with your stuff, understand that the time is necessary. Understand that you healing for a reason and for a purpose. And although it's uncomfortable, it's necessary because the next season is going to require a different level. To It's going to require you to function at a different level. And we can't still be tripping over the same things that we were tripping over in the past. Ooh, I don't know where that came from, right? But anyway, so I said, I wish that this healing journey could speed up. But I remember hearing a phrase that stuck that listen that hit me deep and it was like how can you expect to successfully unlearn 20 plus years of trauma and bad habits in such a short period of time and like that's that stuck to me and while I do believe that we serve a God who is able to heal us like like just like that before we blink before we breathe or take a deep breath I believe Holy Spirit is able to heal us but I also believe that he allows us to go through the process and he allow, he's allowing us to walk with him as he as we journey towards um, becoming all that he's called us to be. And I think that he allows us to go through the process so that we can appreciate where we came from. That's like if you say you wanted to lose weight, right? I promise you I go in somewhere with this. But say you wanted to lose weight and... You just woke up today, you've 300, 400, 500 pounds, and you have a particular goal that you want to meet. And by tomorrow, you met that goal and you lost the, the X amount of weight that you wanted to lose. You may or may not appreciate um, the fact that you lost X amount of weight. Um, but taking your time and eat, um, 
changing your eating habits and being disciplined and waking up early, exercising, cutting out sweets and excess sugar, increasing your water intake, being intentional about what you put in your body. Like those are the things that you, it'll help you in the long run. It helps you, um, it builds your self-esteem. It, it, it helps you to appreciate where you came from. It helps you to appreciate the journey at the end of the day. And when we are able to appreciate our own journey, I believe that we are also able to help um, push others and encourage others. And so when other people may be struggling with the very thing that we once struggled with, we, they, they then have a guide to help them get over or get through the thing that we once um, struggled with. So I say all that to say, I believe that there's a reason why the Holy Spirit didn't tell me, okay, go on a 30-day healing journey. For some people, it may be, you know, that may be what he called you to. But for me, I had to do the 365 days because I needed to slow down. I needed to take a step back and take a breath and just live and experience life and take it for what it is as he carries me to where my life is going. And I just want to encourage you guys today, those of you who who have been noticing things that you feel need to be um, healed, or you may have been hearing Holy Spirit, you know, whisper to you, hey, Let's change that. Let's work on that. Let's let's do this together. Let's heal. Let's maybe you've been hearing that. Like I remember when I first 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 started my healing journey. It was long before the three hundred and sixty five days. I started um, my healing journey back in twenty twenty during the pandemic. I I believe that I heard the voice of the Lord instructing me, saying, "Hey." Come join me on this journey. There are certain things I need you to heal, certain things I want to help you to overcome. And I knew that I was hearing the Holy Spirit. I knew that I felt this tug on the inside of my spirit. Like my inner, like the inner Lisa was like, yeah, we need to, we need to do this. And so bit by bit, I remember this one. I remember this particular evening when I heard Holy Spirit telling me this, I decided to message a friend who she and I were, we were friends, but something happened where because of me not being as healed as I needed to be, I was not able to be the friend to her that she needed me to be. And I messaged her and I apologized because something did happen between us where (laughs) not healed Lisa kind of lashed out at her. Not in a super aggressive and violent way, but instead of communicating with her in a way that healed Lisa would communicate now, um, unhealed Lisa back then kind of just shut the conversation down and just stopped talking to her, honestly. And so when I felt Holy Spirit um, tugging on me to begin my healing journey, the first thing I did was I messaged her. I messaged her and I apologized and I told her, I feel the Lord. I sense that the Lord is leading me on a healing journey. And one of the first things he's leading me to do is to apologize to you. And it was so great that we were able to have the conversation. And it's great. I'm grateful that she and I are still friends to this day. And now that I look at it, 
I always thought, like I said, healing is just, you know, this one straight line, but it's not. Because there's like so many different aspects to our healing journey, particularly I feel like it it depends on your level of trauma and where your trauma lies. And for me, one of my greatest um, areas where healing came from the most was in community, community and friendship. And I find that, well, anyway, I jump ahead of myself, but healing first, like when it first started during the pandemic, I first started, like my first level of healing was um, Holy Spirit showing me all of the things that I did deserve. And he was like slowly bit by bit, like taking the scales off my eyes. Like picture you have a bandaid on your eye and you like slowly pulling it down. So at first, I was exiting toxic relationships and um, um, jobs or friendships that didn't serve where I was going. Like, that was the first thing. And then the second part of it came when I wrote my book. That was when, like, the blinders were just, like, all the way off. And then after that, I... So after I wrote my book, right before I was released, I transitioned into a new community. And that was scary for me because a lot of the trauma that I experienced came from people. And I had to learn how to trust and how to genuinely not only love people because I always loved big, but I had to learn that it was okay for me to accept and expect love in return. And when I tell you that, like, God is so strategic. And so this last portion of my healing journey is um, it's tied to community and friendship. And recently, I came across, like, some amazing friends, some amazing sisters and brothers, not only in Christ, but like these people that I honestly would love to just spend the rest of my life with because now I, I I feel like there's another reason to live and another reason to go on. Like I was telling one of my friends last night, I was like, I saw a post maybe last year that was like, think of all the people you have not met yet who um can't wait to love you. And who you can't wait to love. And I saw the post and I overlooked it. And now that post just hits differently because I'm like, I'm so grateful that I took this. I, I took God up on his offer to journey, to, to invite him into my space and to journey with him as he carried me through. And like as I heal and as I grow, I, I there's like a different level of understanding that comes. And, you know, you would always have people say, oh, I don't like people. Oh, I don't trust people. Oh, I like to be by myself. And I was one of those who used to like to be by herself. We'll probably talk about that in another episode this month. Um, like I was a loner. And the truth be told, it was because I thought I couldn't trust people. But it was only as Holy Spirit healed me and he, I trusted him with my yes and with my all. And he then placed me in a community where so much of my healing is taking place and it's, it's taking place 
at a momentous, momentous, that's a word, right? Like at a momentous pace. And I'm happy and I'm grateful. Now, healing is not, is not easy. Um, yeah, healing isn't easy. Some, some days you're going to cry. And the truth be told, you are going to come across things, what we call triggers, that you may or may not even be ready to face or be ready to heal. There was one particular thing that I was afraid to have to overcome. And what I did was I ran, <laughs> not physically ran, but I wanted to run away because it was so uncomfortable to have to face this thing. See, when, when you are healing, what you're doing is you are stripping away the mindsets and the beliefs that this is who I am, this is who I was, this is all I could ever have. And as you heal and as Holy Spirit like kind of takes the Band-Aid off, you can have a knee-jerk reaction sometimes to want to press that Band-Aid back on because you're not ready to go ahead and let Holy Spirit um, perform the spiritual surgery and the emotional and psychological and mental surgery that needs to take place. Healing is like spiritual and emotional surgery. And sometimes I feel like you don't get the anesthesia that you need. And sometimes it hits you just like that and you don't even get a warning. You just, it's like in your face and it's like, you need to deal with this. And so there were certain parts of my healing journey where I just cried. <laughs> like, oh, because there were so many things that I thought just made me who I am. You know, like, well, this is who I am. Take it or leave it. And Holy Spirit was like, no, sis, because where I'm taking you, you got to leave that. That can't come with you. This baggage can't come with you. This particular way that you handle stress or you know, when you get in your feelings, this can't come with you. I need you to learn how to cope. I need you to let me heal you. Let me show you where you need to be. And let me let me make you into who I have called you to be. Let me peel away those trauma and the dense conditioning. Let me peel away that little bit of perfectionism. Let me peel away that codependency. Let me peel away these things that I need you to heal from so that when I take you to the place where I have for you to be and for the place where I have for you to go, you could be, you could function in the capacity and at the level that I need you to function at. But it's still scary. And like sometimes people will make you believe that um, sometimes people will make you believe that healing is just, you know, oh, you just go to therapy and you talk about it. No, because if you have a therapist like mine, <laughs> we're going to we're going to unpack that. And it's, it's painful, y'all. But the best part about healing and I'm going to wrap up on this point right here. But the best part about healing is knowing that Holy Spirit never cuts. He never makes an incision. He's the chief surgeon, y'all. He's the greatest um, helper and healer that you could ever have because he would never make a cut or an incision without the intent to suture that up and pack it and heal it. You know, there was a song that will be like, there is a bomb in Gilead. Listen, 
First, I used to think bomb, but no, they don't mean a physical bomb. They mean a bomb, a healing bomb, a healing ointment. And now that I know Jesus and now that I I have a relationship with Holy Spirit, now that I know God as my father, I'm able to say that there really is a healing bomb and that you really can receive the healing that you need And it is amazing at the end of the day, no matter how scary it may feel, no matter how painful it may get, being able to just follow Christ and allow him to heal you and allow him to make the incisions and the cuts and the sutures is so amazing at the end of the day because now you get to see the result. I get to look back at who I once was and who I am now. And I look forward now with much hope and excitement and expectation of who I am going to be. And I I feel that for you too, who you are now and who you are about to be. I can't wait to see the different versions of you. I probably already experienced like four or five different versions of Lisa since I started this healing journey. And I realized that all of it is literally the same Lisa. It's just that the old habits and the old trauma and the old... Um, dense conditioning, the old toxic patterns, all of those have been peeled away. So I do feel like a new creation. I do feel like a new creature. Anyway, y'all, that's the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Confessions of a Church Girl podcast. As always, my name is Lisa A. McFall, and I can't wait to see you. Well, not see you, but Anyway, we're going to hang next week, Monday. (laughs) Have a wonderful one.